This is the Dive Bomb Squadcast, presented by Dive Bomb Industries. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dive Bomb Squadcast. I'm your host today, Cade Tricky. Um, you've probably never heard from me before on this thing, and that's because we're switching things up a little bit and uh, kind of passing this thing around. So Asher's been taking care of this podcast for about the past year now and then got to the point where he couldn't really keep up with it all on his own. So we decided that we would take turns between me, Forrest, Kyle, and uh, kind of bring some new ideas to the table. So as you know, Forrest hosted the last two episodes. Um, you heard some good stuff from him, had some good guests on, and now it is my turn. So I've got all this stuff plugged in. I'm not sure that it's in the right outlet. I'm not sure that I did any of this correctly, but if you can hear me, something must be going right. So welcome to the podcast. Today, we have a special guest that I'm interested and very excited to talk to, um, somebody that I've kept up with on social media, and I guess we followed each other for a couple of years now, and seem like we kind of agree on a lot of things, have um, the same interest in a lot of things, and but we've never actually had the opportunity to shake hands in person, so this will actually be kind of our first conversation talking to each other over the phone, so it should be exciting. Today, we've got Hunter Ferrier, owner of Spring Legion and author of Ballad of a Turkey Hunter. Hunter, what's going on, dude? What's happening, Kate? I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, dude, I'm excited to have you on myself. This thing has kind of been centered around waterfowl its whole life, and rightfully so, coming from a waterfowl decoy company, mm-hmm. but I'm excited to kind of put the ball in my hands and talk about something a little bit different, uh, maybe talk about a little bit of turkey hunting. Heck yeah, I'm always always down to talk turkey hunting, especially this time of year as the mind starts kind of the, the thoughts evolve from uh, from the winter sports, the winter hunting seasons towards spring as everything else is closing down. Mine is uh, the one I got circles kind of opening up. So I'm always and I hear you. grinning from ear to ear from January through about May. I hear you on that one, man. It's usually, I feel like for me, for the past couple of years, it's kind of been a late February, you know, mid to late February is when I've really started getting turkeys on my mind. But man, we've just been going so hard this year, hunting waterfowl since. Well, since the beginning, well, the middle of August, you know, we've been going hard. So naturally, things are starting to turn tables for me. And, um, you know, being being a turkey hunter at heart, you know, it's kind of where my, my roots began. And being an outdoorsman was turkey hunting. So it's always been special to me. But it seems like every year it became, becomes more special to me. And, um, you know, I just kind of grow a deeper love for it every year, it seems like. But, yeah, it's, uh, I guess, coming on mid-January now. and the wheels are definitely turning and making some plans for this spring and trying to logistically write down a couple of things, seeing where we're going and who we're going to see and all that type of stuff. So definitely enjoy this time of year where we can start thinking about it. Yeah. And that's the, the preparation. That's the stuff I kind of, um, that kind of gets me going is, is the, the thinking about the stuff that hasn't happened yet. And just all the, the different ideals you can play out in your mind on, on planning trips and, and, hunting birds that yeah. were left on the limb last year that still have somehow wound up, you know, kind of retaining that memory throughout, you know, so many months to, to finally get another crack at him and, and hope he's still there and doing all you can to make sure that he is. And, and, um, it's, it's definitely different. It's, um, turkey hunting's special to me and, and, you know, I like the outdoors regardless and, and, um, and really anything in the outdoors has always kind of intrigued me, but for some reason, um, I reckon God chose to cut me from the cloth of a turkey hunter 
And since I've been a kid, that's kind of been my forefront, you know, since I can probably, I guess since I could walk, I guess you could say. Um, my yeah. dad used to tote me in the what? woods when I was, a, uh, I mean, too young to carry a shotgun, just really there to, to, uh, to either, I don't know if it was more to, to learn how to turkey hunt or if it was much as he had to babysit me. He had to watch me while my mom was shopping or something. <laughs> and he just used that as a good opportunity to call it hunting and just, he was going to go either way and figured he might as well take me instead of leaving me at the house. I'm glad he did. Yeah, that's definitely something to be thankful for. I kind of come from the same situation, um, starting turkey hunting from a young age. And at the time, you know, as a little kid, you don't really understand what you're getting yourself into or, um, you know, how beautiful of a thing that it is at that point in your life. You know, it's just, it's just what you're doing, you know, like you're a young kid and you're following your dad or your uncle around in the woods and, you know, just taking the steps that they're taking, and when they stop to listen, you stop, and, you know, it's just kind of what you're doing at that point in your life, and then now being on the backside of that to a point where you can kind of look back at it and be thankful for it. That's a beautiful thing, man. Heck yeah, you're exactly right on that. Um, Hunter, can you give us just a little bit of information to fill our listeners in? Most of these guys are duck hunters and goose hunters, but I think it's kind of a... uh, you know, something that we don't talk about a lot, but I think a lot of these guys listening to this podcast are also turkey hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, just naturally being an outdoorsman, it's something that, you know, they may not call themselves, they may not say turkey hunting is their favorite thing in the whole world. You know, there's a lot of guys that would prefer to shoot a mallard. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but I feel like there's a lot of these guys that enjoy turkey hunting just as well. So can you tell us just a little bit about um, yourself and Spring Legion and kind of where Spring Legion is at and its, uh, in its journey and kind of how it started and why it started just a little bit of background on the brand man yeah well i guess to to start i guess it would be fitting to say that i am from the hardwoods of mississippi and um and mississippi is kind of a, a do-it-all state i feel like a lot of uh it's kind of i feel like half the time it's the hub of a lot of different hunting you know industries when you got mossy oak down the road primos down the road just a lot of you know different companies that are kind of outdoor centric kind of sprout from this area and I, and rightfully so there's a lot of good hunting around here whether it be waterfowl deer turkey um really anything you name it i feel like there's a season for it and a lot of people are pretty passionate about it and um growing up around here you got a you got uh, like i said a little bit of everything but i grew up a a turkey hunter more than any other type of hunting now my brothers they're a little more of a I'd say they enjoy turkey hunting a little more, but they they get into the deer woods and get in the uh, in the duck holes a lot more than I do. Um, but I think mm-hmm. now it's just because I'm I'm jam up busy throughout the the off season months, you know, kind of getting things ready with Spring Legion to uh, to prepare for spring, um, which is our busy season, which is usually starts around January um, instead of spring. Uh, contrary to popular belief, they think Spring Legion means that's you know you're good till March, right? Well, now. We got, I've been with three different, you know, apparel, different, uh, three different apparel shops today, getting some designs and stuff lined out and had a meeting today um, with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fish and Parks about some of their plans on, on wild turkey conservation and their future efforts and what, you know, we can do to, you know, make sure we're maximizing everything we can to keep the wild turkey alive for future generations and just a bunch of, a bunch of, I get quote unquote work and you know, I'm working yeah. <laughs> when, when it comes yeah, down to it, that. but it's just a, it's an yeah. odd job. But, um, but spring Legion, it actually came about in 2019. It was an idea that stemmed in my mind, um, around the middle of February, 2019. 
I just moved back from New Orleans, Louisiana, up back to my hometown of, of Raymond, Mississippi, or Learned to be more exact, but most people don't know where Raymond, Mississippi is, even less know where Learned, Mississippi's at. So um, I usually just say between Jackson and Vicksburg, and then if it comes down to it, between uh, Florida and the Mississippi River, and that's at least a, there you go. that'll <laughs> narrow it down enough, you know. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, going into that 2019 season, I kind of had a just an idea. Um, I knew there was a lot of different outlets as far as, you know, things specializing in different parts of the industry. There's a lot in waterfowl and there's a, you know, a lot of deer hunting, different types of just apparel companies or, or things that highlight a, a, a realm of outdoors. And there's not as many, if any, that I felt like kind of got the message across about turkey hunters because it is such a tight knit group of people. And like you said, you know, a lot of folks um, and y'all's listeners or, or waterfowl centric type uh, type guys and guys and girls and 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 that's you know that's because I think you know turkey hunters that are more so concentrated to uh, the spring woods more than any are very very tight niche group of people they're very passionate For about sure. what they do and um, and a lot of them don't talk about it so that's kind of one of the characteristics that breaks down into folks that are just gung ho about turkey hunting is a lot of them with the exception of you know a handful here or there that's kind of one of the characteristics is being pretty quiet about it. Um, so, um, so no doubt. you know they what I mean? They may not know a lot, they may not know a lot, but what they do know, they ain't going to tell you. Hey, right. And, and I was thinking, you know, that's, uh, <laughs> and then kind of reflecting back, I was like, I guess that is kind of a, one of, one of my own characteristics I need to work on to, to make sure yeah. that everybody's, you know, kind of realizing that this, uh, this type of, you know, adventure or, or you know, this, this outlet of, of hunting is out there. And, um, and those that are thinking about getting into it or that are new to turkey hunting and stuff, I think is, um, I definitely think turkey hunting numbers is trending up. And I wanted to make sure that there was something out there, a platform to provide turkey hunting as, as I knew it to be. And as, as I believe, you know, it to be, and a lot of people around here in the Southeast know it to be, and make sure that they're, you know, kind of perceiving it through the eyes of somebody that has, you know, been doing it since they could walk and, um, and aren't just out right. there to kill as many as possible and, and, and mm-hmm. miss the point of it because a lot of the turkey hunting is is the hunting of it and i, I don't know how much of you know because i do deer hunt i do duck hunting stuff and it's, it's a little different in that aspect when you go duck hunting you're i mean the hunting part is um is probably equivalent to that of a deer hunt and then the turkey hunting part the killing the the killing the bird part is kind of almost not minute but it's 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 just a very small chapter in that whole story of the hunting because there's so much moving around, so much strategy, Ain't no doubt. back and forth, you know, reacting, then being proactive on what this happens, and a lot of woodsmanship goes into it. And and you know, you there's a there's several mornings where you can go and not kill a turkey, and it's an awesome hunt, you know. Um, Ain't no doubt about that. There's just so sure. much going on in the spring woods to appreciate and to learn and to hear and to listen, and it's uh, it's really nothing yeah. like it. So so spring yeah, legion came that's, about that's, to to highlight that. Right, right on, and that's something that I appreciate coming from you know somebody that that is a turkey hunter and that that takes it to heart. And it's not just something that we do in the spring because it's in, it's what's in season. You know, it's something that we do because we love it, and to be quite honest, it's something we do because we have to. You know what I mean? Right. Oh it's yeah. Something that uh, you know, I I truly feel like I was put on this earth. You know, not like that. Not that turkey hunting is my only only thing that I'm here for, but I do believe that 
I, uh, I'm a turkey hunter and, and that's something that I got to do whenever it's time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely something that I appreciate, you know, coming from you being a like-minded guy, being able to use your platform. And that's actually one thing that I kind of wanted to touch on is, you know, using your platform with social media these days and, you know, everybody's got a voice, whether it's good or bad, you know, pretty or ugly, everybody has, um, got the chance to put their opinion on the internet. And a lot of times that's not something that, people like or enjoy you know obviously there's a lot of downsides to social media um we could talk about that all day but some of the good sides to social media are some of the things that uh, make it valuable you know like kind of using your voice you've got a you've got a chance to use your voice and a lot of people kind of take the side that's like you know I, i like doing things the right way but i don't really have any intentions on putting it out there or showing everybody else that way, which is fine. And that's kind of a natural thing. Like you said, for turkey hunters, it's kind of natural for us not to want to talk about a lot, but kind of like you said, with your mission for spring legion to kind of show turkey hunting as it is and um, teach folks that are new to the sport, green to the sport, you know, teach them the way that we do things and not force it on anybody, but at least give somebody a chance to see the cool, you know, the, the right way to turkey hunt as we would call it. And um, that's definitely something that I appreciate coming from you and, today's age with social media you know like going back to using your voice if you don't use your voice you're just gonna lose because you know the the anti-hunters or the the people not even not even anti-hunters but just the people that kind of take turkey hunting and for specific kind of take it take it lightly you know what i mean it's something that they do when they get a chance to go and um there's a lot of technology that's been come along in the past 10 years going into turkey hunting that kind of cheapens the sport in my opinion right uh, you know what i mean and there's just a lot of a lot of things out there on social media if you scroll through instagram you'll see a heck of a lot of dead turkeys but you don't see a whole lot of um you know you don't see people really write about why they love it or mm-hmm. um, what made that hunt so special to them it's just a picture of a dead turkey with a you know maybe a shotgun shell in his mouth or you know head shot in half stuff like that and that's just not that's just not what we know to be turkey hunting so right. for you to be able to use your platform and uh, kind of show your way of doing things. That's, that's something that's really cool. And, and I think that that's almost our responsibility, you know, is being a not just a turkey hunter, but being an outdoorsman and a woodsman and a steward to the land and the resource. You know, God gave us all of these things that we enjoy to do. And I feel like it's our responsibility to, if we are going to put it out there on social media, um, then to do it in a respectful manner, you know, whether that's posting a picture of your dead animal, you know, there's, it's not, one of my biggest pet peeves is just turkey specifically is just seeing a picture of a dead turkey on social media. Um, you know, like with a shotgun shell in his mouth mm-hmm. or head shot in half with a water hose stuck through it, talking about how good their TSS is and, you know, stuff like that. That's one of my, well, it definitely is my least favorite thing to see on there. And, um, so going back to using your platform, you know, I feel like it's our responsibility because if we don't fight the good fight, then we're just going to lose. And, um, you know, with time, the traditions that come with turkey hunting and the way that you were taught and the way that I was taught, um, you know, those things are eventually going to fade off. And the quicker that those fade, the more popular, um, you know, just for example, reaping, you know, that's a good example. I'm not, Mm -hmm. not here to hate on anybody that likes to reap a turkey. Um, but it it does kind of give a false, um, you know, it kind of gives a false feeling for what turkey hunting is. And like, our responsibility marketing or not even marketing but just showing our our way of life to young hunters you know that if they grow up without a influence in their life teaching them in the woods they're just learning on their phone and 
they see these videos of guys crawling behind a fan up to 20 longbirds in a field and shooting them. And that's all she wrote. You know, that, that may be the first thing that they do. They go to Walmart and buy a decoy and they'll crawl up on a turkey and kill him. They're like, well, that was cool. Or, you know, post a picture of him, whatever, and they forget about it. But that's and they're missing not, so much. And there's I mean, so much more to there's so much more to and I feel you know, we can talk all night about about that and um but, you know, but it's it's not something it's kind of something not that we need to tread lightly, but we do need to take into consideration that not everybody has that mentor in their life to teach them the right way. And uh, you know, to use our platform to kinda be that mentor and do it in a respectful way. You know, we're not pushing anything on anybody, we're not calling anybody a bad person for doing it but more so just saying, hey, look, this is how we do it. I think you would really, really, really enjoy it this way. Exactly. Um, and that's something, and you know, like, that's, a, that's, been a, that's been a big part of, of kind of the the evolution of, of the brand itself um, with what started as just an idea. Um, but, but I kind of had this, this theory in the back of my mind was that, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm exactly like you when it comes to just seeing stuff that disgraces the bird, that dilutes the, the entire heritage that goes behind turkey hunting um, and the passions that, that I have connected to the, the spring woods and, and seeing, like you said, somebody using a turkey's head as a, some cheap marketing campaign they have for a shotgun shell. Um, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't see the, the good in that, especially, you know, people my age and older. I mean, it's almost, to me, it's embarrassing to, to say that there is somebody out there that, you know, thinks somebody like that or, think somebody like that is a, a turkey hunter and thinks that, you know, crawling behind a fan, you know, with your truck and, you know, within 50 yards of you and, and killing a turkey is turkey hunting. is just, I mean, it's, it's not comical. It's a little, I mean, it, it, it saddens me thinking that some people really do authentically think that is turkey hunting and they're so could not be more wrong in that, in that assumption. And, and it's not necessarily their fault. And this is one we, a uh, topic kind of, uh, we hit on at the beginning of our season two this year um, was that who's to who's it's not necessarily them to blame for thinking that's turkey hunting. It's the ones that came before them that didn't show them how exactly. or didn't provide exactly. something for them to, and everything, you know, everything I say, I mean, I wrote a dang book on, on turkey hunting, but it's not how you should turkey hunt or the quote unquote right way to turkey hunt. This is how I do it. And this is the, you know, this is what, what has happened to me in my, you know, in my lifetime to to cause this obsession to be so you know so magnetically fixated to the spring woods i mean it's a it's a feeling you can't describe in words i don't care how many pages are in your book but these are some instances mm-hmm. that cause that and that um and if you uh if you haven't tried them i encourage you to do so and and um and if and if you haven't i do i will say i think you're missing out on a lot and and no matter how fun something might be uh, there's always a, a better way to do it there's always somebody that's quote unquote better at it. Um, but it depends mm-hmm. on what the 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 goal is. You know, if the goal is just killing more turkeys, I mean you can you can wipe a lot out with a long range rifle at night in a spotlight and walking under trees where they can't mm-hmm. fly. But I mean where's the fun in that? Same thing with deer. Right. You know, there's ways to exploit the wild animal to the point of man, you know, you know, we they ain't even got thumbs. Man, we we're uh we're a little more <laughs> yeah. blessed than they are. Let's uh let's start uh Let's start hunting them and, and, and calling the hunt the good part instead of the, the pictures afterwards the good part that's the, uh, the objective of the whole, you know, hour spent thinking about them. You know, that's, let's, uh, let's find a way yeah. to highlight the, the fun part, which is the, the hour's worth, not the 10-minute worth. 
type of hunt. Um, no doubt. But uh, but that was and that was you know I felt like you can't really say that if you don't have something to provide and, and to counter it, then you're just uh, you're caught up in a bunch of gossip and drama. So um, so Spring Legion was created solely for that case of providing something that's not you're not going to see a bunch of marketing gimmicks and 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 supporting this type of you know advancements and and making turkey hunting easier you're going to see stuff that makes you better at turkey hunting and that's kind of where we are in a society that i feel like should be addressed it should be said is that i think uh my my generation i'll speak you know this is on me on my generation and and anyone following it is um i think too many people are, are honed in on trying to make hunting easier rather than getting better at hunting because for sure that's all they want to do is kill more things and make it and not even kill more things make it look like they do you know i've seen people trade off one mm-hmm. turkey and three different people change outfits three times that make it look like they killed yeah. their turkeys and they stocked up saved them in the drafts for the year and they you know yeah. they're just after a bunch of cheap clout they're not after you know getting better yeah. at a at a sport and that's uh that's something that i think you do a good job at you know not only with the words that are written in your book but with your social media platforms like you were saying you know not forcing on somebody but just showing your way of doing things and and that's the beauty in it is you don't have to force it on somebody. If you if you could imagine everybody out there that uh, that hasn't experienced what we know to be turkey hunting, and you just took them with you one time, whether you killed a bird or not, just took them with you, you know, and then let's set them out on their own the next day. Do you think they're going to go back to the things they were doing, or do you think they're going to kind of follow some of the things you taught them? Exactly. There ain't no doubt they're going to follow the way that we do it because that's that's turkey hunting, man. Like that's that's what people will fall in love with. They just got to be taught to do it. And, um, and that's something that I think you do a good job with because, you know, it's 2022 now and 2023, I'm sure there'll be less of us than there is now, you know, it's kind of a dying breed. And, Mm -hmm. um, so being able to use your platform and and do that, because there's just simply not enough of us around to be fighting, you know, like there's not enough hunters in the world to be able to pick fights between amongst ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like we don't have the time in the day to call one turkey hunter a bad person because they don't do things right. It's, uh, you know, there's just simply not enough of us. So it's important to, you know, do it in a respectful manner and, um, kind of bring people on and just teach them more, more though than tell them. Exactly. And that's, um, um, plant that seed and let it grow. And, um, and that's just something that is not necessarily a responsibility. I'm not trying to correct anything and I know you're not either, but it's our responsibility to let others know that there is a, a really, really fun way to go about this. And then once you plant that seed, especially, you know, if you're able to take somebody along with you and, and have one, you know, go silent only for 15 minutes and then, you know, gobble 16 yards behind you and you can't see him and it's so thick and, you know, it rattles your chest. That's, I mean, you don't have to take them back. They're going to keep going back because they're going to be addicted to it as quickly as you were. Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. And uh, one of the other things I was kind of, curious and talking to you about is you know kind of going back to the resource and preserving it and finding a way to you know I've, you've got two babies coming on the way you've got twins congrats sure on that do. by the way yep but i right know that, spring I know that that, oh man that ain't all bad they'll be able to have a good birthday for the rest of us oh yeah then come tag along on a trip i know that that's definitely probably been a thought for you you know coming to that point in your life where you're gonna have uh little kids following you around you know that's kind of something you got to think about you know turkey hunting's cool today but we want it to be cool 20 years from now Uh, you know it's not something that we just want to enjoy in the moment so you know some of the ways that 
you know, everybody's always taking from the resource. Everybody's always killing turkeys. But, you know, to me, it, it should almost be a requirement that if you're going to, if you're going to hunt turkeys, if you're going to take turkeys from the woods, then you've got to, in some way, whether it's big or small, you've got to do something to give back. If you just, if everybody takes all the time and nobody gives back, there won't be turkey hunting in 20 years. Right. Um, you know, that's, that's a trend that we've seen in the past 10 years. And, you know, the next 10 years ain't going to look good if we don't turn something around. But that's something that's encouraging. Um, I think that that's became more popular amongst turkey hunters in the past couple of years. Um, it's kind of finding ways to give back. So I want to talk about some of the ways that we can give back, um, you know, because I feel like everybody needs to do it, whether it's a big way or small way. If you're going to participate in the sport, then you've got to be able to give back to it. Um, so a couple of ways, you know, that, that you can give back to the resource. Um, you know, obviously you've got trapping, which some people have different opinions on trapping and how big of a role it actually plays in conserving wild turkeys and I'm not no scientist. I don't know much about it. But to me, trapping in particular, you know, you can't deny that killing a raccoon that could eat a turkey nest is, is definitely saving a turkey. So in my opinion, it may not be the biggest way to conserve turkeys. It may not be the, you know, I'm sure there's habitat management, stuff like that that can play a bigger role. But to me, you know, everybody's got to find a way to do something. So you may not have 100 acres on your you know, behind your house that you can burn off in the wintertime and plant food plots and do stuff like that. You may not be um, physically able to do that. So trapping to me is a great way that, you know, you go buy a couple of coon traps from the feed store and take off a couple of coons or possums and at least you're doing something, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you're exactly right. And that's actually, I mentioned earlier, I was meeting with the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fish, and Parks, and, and we were kind of talking about a lot of that is, um, is making sure that everything is trending in the right direction, that, you know, they're that we're, that we're not, you know, shooting ourselves in the foot with bag limit stuff like that. We went over a bunch of different stuff, a lot of encouraging stuff from from their side, you know, being, you know, told to a turkey hunter that things, you know, they're they're okay. You know, you know, a lot of people are kind of freaking out about turkey numbers as they should be cause, because, I mean, it's, it's not rocket science. Turkey hunting numbers goes up, advancements in, you know, easing the killing of a turkey goes up turkey hunting populations aren't going to go up you know that's just kind of two plus two and making sure that that we're able to you know sustain the populations for you know over time is is going to be crucial and then you get into the the legalities of it and how to you know when you you mentioned the word required that's a big word you know in that conversation we had is when it becomes required when it becomes laws stuff like that a lot of stuff has to happen um a lot of stuff has to get passed approved you know put into place you need objective, you know, facts and stuff. I know, and and there's a, it's just it's a one of those things that if you if you fiddle with it too long, it might be too late. If you're right, if you're wrong, you hope you. I mean, you almost hope that that um that it doesn't play a, a huge role if you're going to try to bank on it. Everybody being required to do whatever X is, because by the time it gets passed through all these laws and stuff for it to go into play, like I feel like it it's it's done a it's made a pretty big dent in whatever you hoped it wouldn't make a dent for in. Sure. But I think um, the the most efficient, the most effective overall way to preserve the traditions, I mean, not necessarily the traditions, but the ability to go hunt a wild turkey is the the, the main thing you have to do is change is, is mindsets or, or retain the mindset of a somebody that, that appreciates turkey hunting to the extent of you and I and a lot of other peoples here in the southeast and all across the nation, I know, um, that love turkey hunting so much that 
that they'll do whatever they got to to make sure they're able to do it and make sure that their kids are able to do it and that that uh, the twins of mine are, you know, when they're my age, they're still gung-ho about turkey hunting just as much as I was when I was their age. Um, and a lot yeah. of that is 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 the, I guess, the ethics part, which is completely separate from any type of, you know, tags or anything like that. Um, is a responsibility. Um, it's, it's, I think we mentioned in our last podcast was that, um, the trapping's not a hobby is more of a responsibility to a turkey hunter, but with every, you know, coon you catch, you got to think that's probably, you know, a dozen or so turkeys you could potentially save in the time that you put in to, to making sure you're controlling those nest predators. It's kind of an exponential effect in that. Um, but, uh, but when it comes to, you know, burning, predation control stuff like that we're actually on the spring legion podcast anybody wants to go listen to it our next two guests are gonna have a lot of knowledge on that i think um we'll have a wild turkey report it's, uh david holly and then a guy right. by the name of dave owens is gonna come on there um y'all might have heard of him he uh he'll be on there in the the next episode and and that's a lot of stuff i'm gonna pick their brain about because um, i'm always trying to learn myself and um and seeing what they feel like would be most effective on a few different matters uh might be a little fire and brimstone thrown in there on some of that stuff we touched on earlier but it should be a good right, a good so. productive conversation between the uh the yeah. three of us um yeah so i'm definitely looking forward, looking forward to, it. to those um and then you know going back giving back you know trapping's great burning's great um like you said those are all great tools but like you said, changing the mindset of the overall population of people, turkey hunters in general, that's the biggest thing that we can do. Um, but just ways that you can that you can give back what you're taking. You know, maybe you're not physically able to go and do some mat- habitat management or you're not physically, you know, you don't, you don't have ground close to you where you can go and catch coons. But, you know, it doesn't end there. There's different ways um, to donate your money, you know, whether Absolutely. you, you know, Arkansas is uh, kind of, taking the reins on that and been the first one to introduce the turkey tag or turkey stamp, which mm-hmm. I think is great. And I'm proud to, proud to call that my home state. And we're the first ones to take action on that. And I think that that's a very good start for something to come. You know, right now it's an optional stamp. You know, it's, it's up to you when you want to go turkey hunt. If you want to spend $10 to go to turkey research, um, you know, you can do that. But like I said, I think that eventually we need to get to the point where that's a requirement. Um, you know, it should be, it's required for waterfowl. You have to buy a state and a federal stamp to hunt mm-hmm. waterfowl. So why is it, there's no reason that it shouldn't be required for turkey hunting. Um, and then also, you know, you got turkeys for tomorrow. That's a great organization that you can donate your money to. And yep. that way you don't actually have to put your boots on the ground and do it yourself. You can just find the guys that are passionate about it and, uh, let them do it. And then also like Dave with the Penhody project, you know, he's got that save the legs t-shirt that yep. he just started out. And uh, I actually just got mine in the mail yesterday. and You know, it's kind of a, a funny logo on a shirt that's kind of cool conversation starter. Uh, but aside from that, you know, you spend $25 on a shirt and 100% of that money goes directly to Turkey Research. So, you know, you're doing your part just by doing that. That goes back to when I said, you know, whether it's big or little. You might have your neighbor may be doing big things on his land and planting food plots and trapping coons, but... You know, it doesn't make you any less of a man to spend your money and give it to somebody that, that's doing it as well. So, yeah. you know, there are ways to give back whether you, whether or not you can actually do it yourself. Um, I do recommend the Penhody Project t-shirt thing that he's got going there. It's a good way of knowing that your money's going to a good place and uh, that the wild turkey's best interest is in mind. 
Yep. Um, so do you have any more thoughts on ways to get back what you're taking? Um, yeah, and I think you, you touched on a lot right there. Um, any organization, whether it be the, the NWTF or Turkish for Tomorrow, and, and to the listeners who are, you know, more, you know, central or, or Midwest type of listeners you got, Turkish for Tomorrow is kind of, it's a, it's a newer um, organization kind of started down here in the southeast, so I feel like we might know a little more about it than, than a lot of the broader, you know, listeners might know, but it is uh, just kind of was creative. We had a, a Jim Ronquist. I'm sure a lot of the waterfowlers know that name. Um, with uh, I think it was Rich and Tone, but um, you know, years yeah. ago, he uh, he hopped on and, and gave us a little rundown on it, and, and it's a it's a really cool organization where the the money is kind of they're a little transparent on the research projects that the money does fund, um, which I think is really cool. And um, there's a, you know there's some information on their website. Uh, I don't know if it's TFT or Turkish for Tomorrow. Dot, I want to say it's org, but um, but it's a it's a pretty cool little little. I'm not gonna call it a project. It's an organization that's growing by the minute, and um, that and and just doing your part. And like you said, when you when you plant the seed of of you know loving turkey hunting as much as you know you and I and a lot of other folks down here do, it's not it's not hard to want to give back. You know, it's 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 almost a little, right. it's pretty easy to 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 use your money towards. Uh, towards uh, efforts that that kind of um conserve what we love most and to get out there and set some some dog proof some some coon traps that are you know it, it takes 10 minutes i feel like and it doesn't take too much to 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 get into that and um and you know i have i have access to like 40 acres of private land to hunt you know so and and, and i'm yeah. just got to go out there and find ways to to yep. make sure you're giving back to the, the wild turkey and 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 make sure that that future generations are able to experience all this stuff that we keep talking about and stays on our mind 365. No doubt. No doubt. Hunter, if you could give one piece of advice to a new turkey hunter, maybe they've been doing it for a couple of springs, um, kind of learning it as they go, or maybe this is going to be their first spring. Maybe they're a duck hunter at heart and they listen to this podcast and they say, you know what? I think I'm going to go chase a turkey this spring. What's one piece of advice that you could leave them with? that uh, they can kind of take to heart and remember and uh, something that they can kind of put in their back pocket and remember it. What's one thing you would tell them? I would tell them, and this is an author of a turkey hunting book speaking, that there's nothing in this world, whether it be a YouTube video, a hunting show on the Outdoor Channel, uh, a person of influence on Instagram that you follow, or a book, and there's been a lot written about turkey hunting that's going to teach you more about wild turkeys then wild turkeys will teach you about wild turkeys. To uh, to get out there, learn from the turkeys, learn from all that goes around um, around you while you're in the spring woods, and you'll learn so much in that first year. You will fail so many times. That's why this stuff's so addictive is is that it's not easy if you do it the way we're talking about. It's 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 so much goes into to that one day when you finally do things come together. I feel like there's there's not many chances you get at a wild turkey. Um, you know, if you if you if you lay eyes on four or five wild turkeys a year, period, no matter what state you live in, and you're hunting, you're on, good. yeah, it's it's a good year in my book. So, um, <laughs> yeah. and that's people that hunt, you know, thirty days out of the year, you know, thirty to forty to fifty days. There's a lot of days in between there where you don't see a turkey, but you hear them, or you don't hear or see, but you learn something. And um, and if you want to learn what turkeys do in the, you know, what they do in windy conditions, hunting windy conditions. You might not kill one, but you'll learn what turkeys do in windy conditions. You want to learn what they do in the rain. 
go hunt in the rain. Uh, a lot of times the birds are not the one that's uncomfortable in the rain. They live in it every day of their whole life. Yep. It's the one hunting them that's uncomfortable, and they don't want to be out there. Yep. And, you know, that's all preference, but at the same time, I've killed a lot of turkeys in the rain because my butt went out there and hunted in the rain one time and learned how to hunt turkeys in the rain because I learned, learned how to hunt them in the rain. Because yep. I got busted in the rain because I didn't realize they could they use their eyes more than their ears when they can't hear mm-hmm. due to the bit of powder of the rain, so they're going to be in open areas. You know, just little things like that, and I try to list as much as I could and. There's a whole chapter dedicated to woodsmanship and one dedicated to the learning curve on where, you know, the the bird itself teaches you more than you even thought you could ask. Um, and that's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah. It's such a beautiful thing. Just, uh, I would yeah, I would, them to, I would definitely. What's up? No, I was saying I would encourage them to accept failure as learning opportunities because there's going to be a lot of both. And, um, and you'll that, understand. Man. It's one of those, like, get out there, just, just, just get there. Just be present. You'll understand what I'm talking about. Yep. I completely agree, man. I could not could not back that answer up any better than what you said. You know, I, I wrote down my answer. Put it as simply as possible in my answer for the advice that I would give to go turkey hunting. Yep. Go turkey hunting. You know, there's there's endless videos that you can watch, and there's a lot of good videos out there. Dave is probably one of the best. Well, mm-hmm. I'd go as far as to say is he is the best at putting content out there showing real turkey hunting mm-hmm. um they've owned the Hody project great dude great guy to watch you know you can learn a lot i've personally learned a lot just from watching him and those are a lot of things that you can pick up like you said from reading books and watching videos but man you can't you can't teach experience that's something that you have to you know it's a personal battle for every single person and the only way to gain experience is to go out there and fail and go out there and you may win one every once in a while you may win one on your first freaking turkey hunting I hope you do, but that second one ain't going to be a win. I can guarantee you'll be spoiled if it is. That's kind of how a lot of (laughs) of people that are like that they'll go out there and they'll go with somebody and it all works out. And I'm I'm sitting there telling them like, now before we, you know, head back to the truck, I want to tell you this right now before we leave. They're not all going to go this smoothly, you know. You like I don't want to get your hopes up, but but that's kind of how it was with me. I think you know I, I wound up killing a good one when I was like seven. And then I'm thinking, you know, I'm on top of the world, you know, as a little kid. And, and oh, yeah. the next few is the, the ones that humble you real quick. I'm thinking, whoa. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I uh, I definitely, you know, if, if you're listening to this and uh, this is something that you're going to start out, I encourage you to go into the woods with the mindset of you're either going to go in there and win one, you're going to go in there and kill him, or you're going to go in there and learn, you know, yep. whether that's making mental notes or maybe it's even sticking a notepad in your back pocket and writing some of the things down, you know, yeah. you got to go into the, go into it with the mindset that you're going to learn and, uh, win or learn, never lose. That's kind of, kind of a motto that I like to use during turkey season, you know, either going to win or you're going to learn, but you can't accept the loss, you know, killing a turkey is so far from losing that it's not even, shouldn't even be talked about. You can't lose in a turkey hunt, you know, you've got the opportunity to wake up, lace your boots up and, um, walk uphill or downhill or whatever it is you're, you're winning so absolutely don't don't take it to heart if you don't kill one or if you don't hear one or if you if you hear one and think you got him whooped and then something happens last minute you don't get him you know that that's something that you got to go into with the mindset that that's going to happen and everything every time you go home and don't kill one but you learn something you're becoming a better turkey hunter and uh, that's going to make every hunt following just more enjoyable for you and uh you get that yeah right. just just go turkey hunting you know take advice from people lightly you can kind of pick and choose what you want to believe and what you want to try out you know listen to everybody but don't believe everything you know just go to the woods and learn for yourself man that's 
it's the best way that you can become a better hunter. That's the best way, and and I encourage a lot of people that I talk to on a daily basis to to uh, to not be shy on reaching out. You know, I mean, y'all, you can find me on Instagram, um, Hunter Dot Farrier. Shoot me a DM, and if you got a question, a lot of people you can tell when turkey season kicks up around here, my DMs will start. You know, I mean, people like hey, real yes, time. Sir. Like I'm on the side of this, you know, cut over. He's doing this. What's that? And you know, I'm responding in two minutes. And I try to keep you know zero unread messages in that inbox during spring. I'm, you know, kind of real real time, just giving you know. Here's what I, I mean, don't quote me on. I don't, it might not work. Turkeys are different. You know, every turkey I've hunted has been different. Yeah. I've been busted by doing this, but I've also killed one by doing this. So give it a shot. And some work, some don't. But but I encourage everybody to reach out. Uh, if you don't have a mentor, you know, I'm, I'm pretty open about, you know, providing when I can, what I can to you um, as often as I can to try to just, you know, make sure everybody's experiencing something that I hold dear. Well, it should be. Um, well, Hunter, I won't take much more of your time, man. I do appreciate you hopping on here with me. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, anytime I get the chance to sit down and talk about turkey hunting, I'm a happy man. Heck yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I appreciate you getting on here and um, giving, spreading a little bit of your knowledge and your thoughts on the way things work. And um, encourage our listeners to go check out Spring Legion, um, their podcast, Instagram. And then also, if you're the book reading type, which I am not. I, honestly, I probably ain't read a book up until this past year since about fifth grade. But no. I uh, actually actually started getting more into the books and um specifically in turkey hunting because that's pretty much the only thing I'm interested in reading about. Um, but uh, Hunter's got a dang good book for you guys to check out, Ballad of a Turkey Hunter. You can find it on their website. Um, it's a great way to get some good knowledge, hear some good stories, and uh, just kind of get a grasp on what turkey hunting means to guys like us and what we hope it means to you. Um, appreciate you guys listening. This has been a fun time, and we will catch you all on the next one. Y'all be good. Thank you for listening to the Dot Bomb Squadcast. Mm-hmm.